everyone. This is the Marquis MDP, Michael Depar. You know, when I'm traveling from Milan to Minsk, I'm listening to Tom and Zeus on Shout It Out Loudcast. Oh, boy. Here we go. Oi. Stop pressing the button. Star Simmons. Star? Stop shouting. He's not what you would call a handsome man. Oh no, here come the kiss times. Is that a positive thing? Okay. Alright. But it grabbed me a nice cold mellow Why? Why do that to the fan? Stop it. Why? Because the fuck. Talking about 617555. You do? Hey, fuck Do you like Kiss? Settle down. Hi, this is Gene Simmons from Kiss with a very important announcement. Comedian Craig Gass, who wouldn't be shit without me. I should have kicked his ass a long time ago, but he's performing two special nights of KISS comedy shows from beginning to end, all jokes about KISS, and it's going to coincide with the final KISS shows ever at Madison Square Garden in New York City. You can see Craig do a full KISS show November 30th and December 3rd. Before and after the final kiss shows ever. Unless you got 20 bucks, then I'll come to your house. Go to getgas.com for the comedy tickets. Getgas with two S's.com for the comedy tickets. Or go to kissonline.com and click on my codpiece for a punch in the face for 50 bucks. Hello. Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus, another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast, episode 251. Creatures of the Night, 40th anniversary, super deluxe box at Diz 2, happy fun time hour. <laughs> Diz 2 electric boogaloo. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, it's a long title, but that's okay. Tom, we're going to break down Diz 2 of Creatures of the Night. So we're always getting them. So every year we're doing something. Yep. Uh, we expected a, a box set to drop this year so that we would do this two of that box set next year, but oh well. Um, let's uh break down uh, Creatures of the Night, this two, though. We will, um, yeah, there's a lot to talk about, that's for sure. Before we do that, though, let's go back to last week's episode where we interviewed the great Jean Beauvoir. Oui, oui. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, and we did a poll, and the poll was, which of these songs that Jean was involved in is your favorite? Is it Uh All Night, Under the Gun, Who Wants to Be Lonely, or Thrills in the Night? Who Wants to Be Lonely ran away with this one, 45%. And then we had a percentage point tie between Uh All Night and Thrills in the Night at 23%. Under the Gun comes in at the end there with 9%. Lee Bruton, which, by the way, thank you, Lee Bruton, for buying an Ace Cult shirt and posting it on your Twitter. We saw it. We shared that. That's amazing. Thank you so much for that. That's amazing. Love it. And now it's on our website. That's right. Yep. He says, what a guy. Great stuff from the above. I'll take who wants to be lonely. 
Um, Amy J, who wants to be lonely but thrills is close behind. Fun episode, cool dude. I gotta watch Serpent in the Rainbow. Yeah, you do. Very disturbing movie. It's great. Uh, Beach Boys are hey, the wait a minute, go- wait a minute. Yeah. Is Serpent in the Rainbow that one with that little mini voodoo guy, <laughs> like warrior guy who's like no, that's the tr- no, that's the trilogy of terror. No, <laughs> Serpent in the Serpent in the Rainbow is actually terrifying. It's a it's about a guy that gets. Like brought into like the like like a like a jungle like a and he and the the catchphrase was don't bury me I'm not dead yet no. and it shows a guy being like buried like it's it's pretty scary for the time but it's not that little miniature like that's Zulu tri- warrior no <laughs> big that's, head no that's trilogy of terror yes that's a scary fucking little thing <laughs> yes it looks like Pedro Martinez's little yeah. buddy yeah. from the Red Sox from- remember that guy whatever <laughs> he was. You mean Pedro from Major League? No, Pedro Martinez from the Red Sox. Remember oh, yes. Remember he had a little yes. midget friend? That's right. That right. Could, like literally fit in his pocket. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Jobu from forget, Major League. No, I forget his name, but Pedro had this like little. Yeah, he had a he little was, like, guy. A, yeah, a little, like, a little mask on. He was like. Yeah, I, was, I remember like, that. He looked like Tiny Tim. Yeah. <laughs> Beach Boys are the goat says none of these are my favorite, although I love Jean, but I'd have to go under the gun. Unlike seemingly everyone else, I never thought Who Wants to Be Lonely was a very good song. It's one of my least favorites on Asylum. Wow, that's a that's not one we hear a lot. By the way, Lee's shirt was green, which was awesome. But that looks so cool. You gotta check out that picture we posted on our uh on our page. We shared or that better on yet, get some shout out loudcast merch. It's true. Uh our buddy Steve. The year 2023 is certainly filled with great interviews. Good luck topping that next year. What a great guy Jean is. Always been a huge fan of him. So talented. And the stuff he did with Crown of Thorns was just incredible. Yes, Crown of Thorns is really, really cool stuff for sure. Uh, I love Rich. Says, great interview. Jean Bouvard is an international treasure. And then he posts a video on YouTube from the Sweden Rock Festival of him doing uh, All Night. That's very cool. Matt Murphy, really looking forward to listening to this. His bass work on the first little Steven album is some of my favorite. And that's what we got for Twitter today. Okay. Over on the Book of Face. We're going to go to Loudcasters group first here, Tom. Yep. Joey Romanik, America's fourth favorite realtor and dropping fast. Uh, I love these episodes where we get a glimpse of the inside inner circle of people that not only worked with, but are also friends with Kiss. Plus, I always loved Gene's look. Amazing. And he put a picture of Tina Turner from fucking. Oh, yeah. Uh, Thunderdome. Yeah, exactly. Christopher Bell. I love Gene. Saw him with the plasmatic. Still have drums along the Mohawk and jackknife somewhere. Thanasacrides. Fantastic interview i love gene he's a very talented person tom agree with you faith album is great in fact the crown of thorns self-title is a brilliant album the tune rain which is on their the on their black ep is beyond brilliant and you could clearly hear paul stanley in the back and vocals in fact i think gene and paul produced the that ep the ace impersonation is fast becoming my highlight of the week can't get enough of it stay safe see you in a few days over on youtube Okay. Marty White, your Ace Fraley jokes inspired me to show some recent clips to my girlfriend who has a steroid problem is built like Lou Ferrigno. She's got so <laughs> pissed that she taped an M80 to my hand and lit it up and laughed. 
I'm writing to you from the ER using my nub. I guess I really did it this time. <laughs> nice. Marty gets us. He gets us. He totally gets us. Yep. Pete Gibbons. How about an Ace Fraley challenge, boys? Put up some cash and see who can go the longest while doing the Ace impression in the next episode. Uh, you yeah. win. <laughs> I was just about to say, <laughs> we didn't do anything yet, and you just did it. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick 2420 likes our Ace Fraley goes to Graceland rehash again. <laughs> Holy shit, Mama Ace killed the king. Oh God. Jukebox cowboy. Bouvoir and plasmatics. Total badass. Nice. All right. So let's get to a couple emails here. My buddy Daniel LeBlanc. Tom and Zeus. It's been a while since I sent a comment in, but I've been keeping up with the episodes. Always love the interview episodes. You guys do a great job of getting people talking. After today's episode, I'm going to check out a copy of Jean Bouvard's book, hoping there is more information on his connection to the serpent in the rainbow. I also need to check out the plasmatics. I always enjoy the comments from West Beach and have been meaning to check out the band he was in. Also really pleased with the poll regarding what listeners would like from you. Show that Kiss should still be a weekly podcast topic. Thanks for providing the information and entertainment that you do. Thank you, Daniel. Awesome. Got a really nice long email from our Patreon, Trent Bally. Uh, sent us a ton of information about the end of the road tour and a whole bunch of other stuff. Great email, Trent. Thank you. And thank you for being a Patreon. We love that, buddy. Appreciate it. Um, our buddy Keith Wetzel. Great interview with Jean. You two are really on a roll of late with these interviews. I forgot that he worked on Thrills in the Night, which to this day is still one of my favorite songs and holds a special place in my heart as my gateway to the band. Zeus, I couldn't agree with you more. If I wanted anyone to write a hook, it would be Paul Stanley. Thanks for all you do for the fans, Keith Wetzel. And uh, that's emails. Tom, we're going to end on this last one here. It's from Instagram, Junior Vintage. The Crown of Thorns Faith tune is awesome. Just discovered it because of Tom's recommendation. The right. Prince MJ discussion was an eye-opener. How great a talent Jean is. Got to get his book. You guys are on a roll with these great interviews. Mr. Antonio 2005. Well, you've been uh comment of the week before. You deserve it again. And uh, one of the reasons why is because you, you, you make us podcasters feel important when you're like, I listened to what Tom said. I listened to the recommendation and I like it. We love that shit. And uh, because you've been also a loyal listener and a great commentator over this time, uh, Junior Vintage, a.k.a. Mr. A2005, you are comment of the week. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. Yeah, thanks so much for that. That's awesome. And I love that you checked out Crown of Thorns. Great stuff. So thank you. Tom, what we do next is we give a shout out to our Patreon family. And uh, we have a newest member, Tom, a Demon Tear member. Nice. Jason Landsback. Jason, thank you for joining. And thank you for joining as a Demon Tear member. Uh, much appreciated. Uh, Patreon. That is where you can join and help out the show. Uh, you make a contribution to the show based on your different tiers, and you get different perks back. 
but all in all, you're helping the show. And that's uh, what mostly Patreon has been set up to do. Help out creators, podcasters, musicians, artists, uh, all sorts of stuff. And our Patreon family is the best because without their support, we wouldn't be at the point where we are now. And we consistently grow and we're consistently doing things. And we will mention that in the news section coming up because we just had our uh, live cast about it. Uh, it's all because of Patreon. And uh, Jason, thank you for joining our Patreon family. As we said, uh, this is... Uh, uh, <laughs> It's pretty unique, and uh, we enjoy having our uh, our Patreon polls, our ARC Patreon picks, our merch, our uh, chats, video chats that we do. All that is part of the Patreon experience. So if you're out there and you're interested and you really like the show and want to help us out, please join our Patreon family. Uh, you will really enjoy it, and you'll be part of the family. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, thanks so much. Jason Landsback, huge thanks to you for becoming a demon. That's a huge help to the show, continuing to help us grow. And as Zeus mentioned, and we say every week, tons of stuff that you can check out. Thursday sneak peek at the upcoming episode, voting and flashback Friday pictures, ARC polls, picks, everything. There's tons of stuff, so check us out. And again, Jason, thank you. Tom, let's go over to his world. A lot of shit happening. Yeah, we actually have some breaking news. We're recording on Tuesday, November 21st, because of the Thanksgiving week. And breaking news right now at 7 o'clock our time is the KISS show in Ottawa tonight has been canceled due to an illness reportedly in the band. We don't know if it's the band themselves or something, but apparently this show is canceled. And Ticketmaster is issuing refunds. So no reschedule. So Ottawa people, that sucks badly for you because we know that this was going to be your end of the road. And that is terrible. And the other big concern is hopefully this isn't one of the band members. Again, as of this real-time recording, we don't have any details. um, But it looks like there is an illness in the KISS camp. And let's hope that it's nothing serious and that it doesn't affect any of the full members. So that's big and very unfortunate. Um, Hey, Tom. Yes. So tonight is the 21st. Yeah. Tomorrow they play Toronto, I believe, which is the 22nd. Yep. Day off, then they play Tennessee the 24th, 25th. Then day off, they're in Illinois. Then day off, they're in Baltimore. Then day off, uh, then they have Madison Square Garden. There's four dates they can squeeze this in. However, are they going to squeeze this in? Ticketmaster is already Ticketmaster is already issuing refunds. That means it's not being rescheduled. When Ticketmaster immediately offers a refund, that means that it's that it's it's canceled. Unfortunately. So who's gonna get fucked the most? Those people before New York or New York when Kiss circles back and finishes their show in fucking Ottawa later or something. Ah. Uh, if I mean, if it was going to be rescheduled again, Ticketmaster wouldn't offer a refund. They would they would probably tell tell them to hold on to their tickets and wait. I'm just saying, how fucking pissed it will won't you be? It's never going to happen. I'm just saying it it's never going to happen. Yeah. What is your thought process? What would piss Kiss fans off more? The people that will miss the previous shows or the people 
in New York that fucking get leapfrogged in other concerts become the last concert. The people in Ottawa get fucked. They, the show's canceled and it sucks for them. And it I breaks my heart to be in. If you were in Ottawa and this was your end of the road celebration, it sucks. It totally sucks. Yeah. Now you have to go get tickets in New York and good luck with that. Exa- exactly. It, it blows. It blows. But if uh, it's in the band, Tom, that means they're not missing one night. I agree. That's my, that's the concern is that Mitch. this is going to be like COVID all over again. The thing keeps getting, but you can't keep pushing this shit out. But, there's a week. There's a week left. But as I'm saying to you, they come back and like, well, since we were going to make up those six dates, we're going to do another round trip around the country. Imagine <laughs> oh, the people that paid nineteen thousand dollars for floor seats on the oh, on December second. Holy shit! I know. Yeah. Oh, there'd be a fucking lawsuit. I think. There'd be a riot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there'd be a riot. And uh well, Gene Simmons wouldn't have to worry about that on Twitter because Gene left Twitter or X. He left it. He posted a thing last week. Uh no comments. He just said, This is it for me. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok. Uh so he's gone. He is off of Twitter slash X. Uh Paul won't leave it. He needs to. He needs the reassurances from yeah. his comments from his celebrity friends. Yep. That uh, you know, yep. he has to comment on Willie Wilson. Will, Willie, Willie Wilson. Wilson. Willie Wilson was awesome for the Kansas City Royals. <laughs> I was thinking of trying to say Willie Whistle when he dies. Do you remember Willie Whistle? Yeah, of course I do. The local clown. I also, yeah, I, I also remember shows. Willie. I also remember Willie Wilson. <laughs> yeah. no. Oh, are you thinking of Gary Pettis? No, I remember he was with the. He played for the Angels. <laughs> Here we go. Here come your. Here come your eighties Major League Baseball so, recap. No, it's your eighties stolen base leaders. Is uh, where's what about Cecil Cooper and Ben Ogilvy, <laughs> Vince Coleman? Oh, Vince Coleman, Eric Davis. Oh, Tim Raines. That's right, Ricky Henderson, of course. <laughs> who? Who Rock Raines. Who is that guy? His name was Greg Hendricks from the Cardinals. Had his fucking- George, George Hendricks. George, George Hendricks. No, you're thinking of George Foster. Oh, George Foster. Yes. <laughs> anyway, let's go back. Anyway, what were you saying about the news there? Yeah. So the other big thing that dropped today on Tuesday, November 21st, is Kiss is doing a New York City takeover. Uh, so. The headline reads, we're celebrating our final live shows ever taking place at Madison Square Garden with an epic New York City takeover. They're going to be doing experiential events scheduled over a five-day period. So this is pretty wild. Here's a couple of things they're going to be doing. There's going to be a Kiss pop-up store from November 30th to December 3rd, which is exactly when we're going to be there. It's going to be located blocks away from MSG. It's going to be having memorabilia, apparel, accessories, and collectible items. Uh, They're going to be doing a New York City takeover Google map, which is an immersive interactive map. Um, Penn Station and Herald Square Station uh, will have 50,000 limited edition KISS branded Metro cards available for purchase. The New York Rangers are doing KISS game night at Madison Square Garden with with special KISS Rangers merchandise. (laughs) And during this game, 
at the end, the Boston Bruins are going to jump over on the crowds yeah. and beat the shit out of any fucking Kiss fans in the crowd. Now, I have a couple of comments I'm going to add, but I'm going to wait until we get through all this. There's going to be something within the New York Post. Um, there's going to be the Kiss. There's going to be taxi cabs that have a one of a kind Kiss wrapped uh, logos and graphics. Um, Prince Street Pizza is doing Kiss themed pizza and collectible pizza boxes. Inked New York City is doing flash tattoos and face painting. Um, all this stuff. And every time I read this, all I can think of how many fucking kiss tards are going to try to collect all those pizza boxes or, <laughs> or, 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 or Metro train cards and go to sell them on eBay. Yeah. You, we're going to be doing the same thing. Oh, I know. I know. I know. We're going to be joking. Are you going to eat that, sir? Can I have that box? We're going to be like mugging cab drivers so we can like rip the freaking graphics off of it. I mean, I will say it's look, I, I, look for all the stuff we give, we give kiss. We got to give them credit that they're doing something kind of creative and interactive. And they're literally going to be taking over New York City. So I, I, I do think that's kind of cool, kind of a cool thing. And we're going to be there to see it. So I, I'm, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to complain about it. I think it's actually kind of creative. All right, Tom. Uh, I'm going to take a little break because I'll, while you're preparing for that, I'm going to be preparing for the Ace Freely takes over Tom Shedder attack. Hey, over here, you can get some leftover pepperoni pizza wrapping paper, wax paper that I just had a couple slices on. And if you look over there on the scavenger hunt, Freely, you can find an empty can of Mountain Dew that I didn't want to drink, but I had to because they didn't have mellow yellow. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stephanie Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. 
And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica report. And you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. All right, we're back. And uh, we did run into a problem with uh, Ace because he was trying to advertise his own uh, pop-up store. But uh, he's like, I got a pop-up right here. They're in my khakis. It's the only kind of pop-up I got, guys. I hope you don't mind. He's <laughs> really pop-ups. Shit. It's in Tom's backyard. It's a pop-up tent. We're going to come back from New York. And Tom's going to be like, what the fuck is going on back here? While you're out of town, Tom, I thought I'd take advantage and set up my Ace Frehley pop-up store. I'm hawking a bunch of cassettes from 1984 that I recorded some demos that uh, Rachel couldn't hawk on her on her uh, eBay channel. So I thought I'd make a couple bucks. <laughs> a couple people in the greater Nashua, New Hampshire area were very excited to have Ace Frehley take over southern New Hampshire. Kiss takes over New York City. Ace takes over Nashua. Kind of the same thing. If you go to the left of that oak tree, you'll see the spot I stepped on Scout's poop. And I left my spaceman boot print right in a pile of shit over there. Oh, I'm sorry. That wasn't Scout's. (laughs) So we lasted about... A little bit, but this is what happens. The Ace really pop up store at your shed is <laughs> going to get a lot of uh, visitors. Oh, God. Oh, boy. All right. Oh. All right. So um, it's time to do a review of another Super Deluxe Fun Time box set. This one is Creatures Disc 2. Now, we uh, last year we talked about the whole box set in and of itself. This and destroy both of them. Fucking gorgeous. We went over all that, but now we're going to actually talk about the music, not what's in the box set, but what's on the box set. And that is the songs on disc two that is uh, labeled demos, rarities, outtakes. So it's interesting because the first, I mean, there's 16 tracks here. We're not going to play the clips. We're the fucking clips. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're going to talk about these songs. Mm-hmm. Tom, in the first four, you can go and listen to our review of Killers if you want yeah. to. Because yeah. those songs are already there. But they're done, remastered. I have Killers. I have the Japanese version. I have the American version. Well, not the American, but the European version of it. And uh, these sound so much nicer. Oh, yeah. Crisp, tight clear very very nice very nice yep yeah so you got the four killer tracks which is i'm a legend tonight down on your knees nowhere to run partners in crime yep tom what's song five song five is so there's a couple demos here that are similar um the next three are from the penny lane studios so number five is deadly weapon which is a completely reworked version of Love's a Deadly Weapon, which obviously was on Asylum with Gene singing. This is Paul singing it, and it's uh, slowed down, mid-tempo. I fucking love this. I absolutely love this. 
with all due respect to Gene and the version that made it onto Asylum, which I also think is cool, this is killer. Paul's vocals sound awesome. If this was tweaked and reworked and remastered and re-engineered, this this was I loved it. I, I I found myself singing the chorus like all the time. It was stuck in my head. I thought I thought it was fantastic. So it's called Dudley uh, Deadly Weapon. It's yep. written by Paul Stanley. There's no mention of plasmatics and shout out loudcast friend uh West Beach on this. Right. It's a completely different song. Completely. I think the only thing that was taken from the other one is just the title. The, yep. That's right. But there's nothing to do with Love's a Deadly Weapon, which becomes a, on Asylum. Right. This is a fun, catchy tune. I love it. Like, Paul demos just seem like songs. They're yep. way more complete yep. versus sometimes the throw it against the wall, see what sticks Gene demos. Which we'll get to. Yeah. This is a good song. Yeah. This is another one that we, like last year, fire and things like that that came out of destroyer yep. box set we're like holy shit yep you know I, I we talked about this before don't you hesitate like how are these not out these are fantastic fucking songs yeah this is one of those that are like seems in that similar path right we're both oh, in agreement of this it's a it's a it, it could have been maybe on on paul's solo album uh i mean it, it, i don't think it would have fit it wouldn't have fit on creatures because creatures are so bombastic and loud and heavy, I don't. I, I actually I don't know where this would have fit, which is probably why it's a demo and never went anywhere. It could have probably fit on Killers again. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it kind could, of yeah. like it, it seems like it, it would be in there. Yeah, because um, those those killer songs are obviously post unmasked pre creatures, kind of in the middle of being a little bit. Yeah, funky, I think they're but rockers, but they're but, but they're they have not a little metal. bit metal. Right, right, right. Right, they're rockers, but they're not metal, which turns out to be on Creatures. They're right. hard rock songs, like the old Kiss style. Yep, yep. All right, so we've talked about Deadly Weapon. Do you feel like heaven right now, Tom? So again, Penny Lane demo, this is Feel Like Heaven. When I first heard this, I thought this was like a Cool in the Gang demo. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Um <laughs> First of all, Gene, you do not need a six and a half minute demo. It's way too long. The chorus is terrible. This is not a Kiss song. It, it sounds like Donna Summers fucking, what do you call it? Um, Love to Love You Baby. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's trying. Totally. This is the ultimate. You do, 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 do. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. the worst Kiss version of the ooh, ooh, god damn ooh, baby come on i want to make love to you <laughs> when this first came on i was like i'm like i'm, I'm waiting for here like oh yes it's ladies night oh, oh what a night sophisticated mama it's wicked gene trying to be like this oh yeah sexy yeah song. <laughs> oh yuck! And and the whole song, I I'm just like ad libbing the whole time. I oh can, yeah, I can finger your butt. Yeah, lick your toes too. <laughs> Friday night at eight, it will be so great. <laughs> wait, I won't be late. Friday night at eight. That's <laughs> <laughs> thing. Friday night at eight, and I will not be late. She might be my mate. That would be so great. Great, 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 and up and all the way from Nutty Professor. It's just 
It's bad. I don't know, but it does. And it goes on and on and on. And then you're like three and a half minutes. You're like, this is still going. And then you look and it's like, it's got another three minutes to go. You're like, what the fuck? Oh, and guess what? It's when this isn't the last time we're going to talk about feel like heaven either. Oh, my God. It's just, it goes on. It's kind of funny. It is funny. But it's, and it's a little bit, it reminds me of, uh, uh, the temptation. I can't get next to you, babe. I can't get next to you. I can drift you in the sky just like a bird. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Then, oh, yeah, then they need to get the Melvin Fringer. I can. Yeah. This yep. is wicked. Just. Yeah. Ooh, and then we finish up. And then we finish up the Penny Lane demos with a version of Nowhere to Run. Yeah, this one's kind of lame. I don't like the chorus is kind of a little bit different. The drums uh, kind of sound a little bit different in the chorus. They kind of let this, it doesn't have that that heavy kind of vibe to it. I, it's, it's not this, as this, rocking. It seems no. like there's something like a little poppy. It's more yeah, poppy. Yeah, like poppy. Like, But there's something like almost like. I don't know. I can't explain it. Like, there's like something popping in the background. Yeah. Like, it's not. Um, hard rocking it's it's, like it's it, it, rem- it, off. It, it reminds me of so when you listen to the songs on killers nowhere to run like rocks yeah okay but then like i'm a legend tonight is kind of like you can almost dance to it that's yeah. what this version of nowhere to run it's almost like it, it was a little bit more poppied out so yeah it's, it's yeah it's, 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 just it's not great the tone whoever's fucking with the the, the knobs in there yeah didn't do a good jo- uh, job on this yeah uh, then the next two num- songs, tracks eight and nine, you got the, the they go they're called original demos, and you got Deadly Weapon again, which doesn't sound too much different from the no, Penny Lane demo. Paul scatting, yes, trying yes. to figure out lyrics. The lyrics, yeah. right? right. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yep. But then you get the original demo of Feel Like Heaven. It, this is like a Billy Jean cover song. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you know what? When I hear this, all I can think of is UN yep. Jefferson. Yeah. <laughs> like when he's like, this is some good shit. This is some good. When he's jamming a thriller and Revenge of the Nerds, the party. Like It's, it's like, dude, dude. Great party. We're all those good looking security girls you're supposed to have dates with. You know, like women. You know, like, like Gene, what are you doing right now? I get it. He probably wrote these in like, you know, 79, 80, 81, whatever. But this is like dance funk. And this is even longer than the Penny Lane demo. This is like seven and a half minutes long. Hey, Cher, Diana, I've got a song for you to listen to. Oh, my God. I like what was where would this have ever fit? Love to love you, baby. Where was this ever going to go? My porn music. Yeah. Now. So we've made it through two demos of Feel Like Heaven here. So now is the time when we can bring up what Zeus and I were texting about today. This actually appeared on Peter Chris's solo album, Let Me Rock You, a complete version of this. And I'll tell you right now, I think Peter's version is great. I like it a lot. I think he adds a little bit of grit to it. His vocals, the song is is it's fully thought out. It's not as disco and, and funked up as these demos. I think Peter kind of added no. Is it a great song? No, it's not a great song. But I think Peter turned it into something that I would have never imagined it could have been. Yeah, and what's interesting is, like, Peter, this is way past Peter's time. Yeah. He's long gone from the band, yet he he comes back and grabs this song. Yep. Now, both of these songs, like the one previous to that, uh, Deadly Weapon, and Feel Like Heaven, Penny Lane demo and stuff, are there 
only credited to either Paul and Gene respectively, individually right. for those right. songs that yep. they each sing. Yep. Yeah, I, I just I can't explain it. It's I just think of the vault when I think of this. Like Gene just throwing anything against the wall. Well, we'll get to the vault soon. We'll get to the vault in a minute. Did you know that I wrote with so-and-so? Like, just bragging to people about shit he's done. That was like, yep. what does that have to do with fucking kiss? But, yep, exactly. Right. No, exactly. Uh, then we go to, um, go to him. Go to him. Then we go to number, this is when you're starting to get kind of into the silliness here. Uh, track 10 is no, Nowhere to Run, Take 11 instrumental uh, i don't know why that we were the first 10 yeah it's an instrumental you know you sit in the car you play this and you start you singing the song exactly it's karaoke i loved it because i did the exact same thing exactly. um track 11 tell it to a fool take four drums and bass instrumental so uh, for my notes here i said more funk 70s cop movie music <laughs> This, this is like this I is got, like this I got like, one better than that. This is like chase music in like a Rockford Files episode or something. Yeah, um, I've got something better for you. Do you Please. know where I'm like? Where's this music coming from? Go ahead. Taste the biscuit. Taste the goodness of the biscuit. Are you serious? Taste the honey sauce. Taste the goodness of the biscuit with the honey sauce. It's that music. Taste the biscuit. Taste the goodness of the biscuit. Taste the honey sauce. Taste the goodness of the biscuit with the honey sauce. Don't get that honey sauce on me. I don't like the way it tastes with my chicken wings. all had to see that viral video of these yeah. two old fucks in the middle of a fucking department store yep. somebody's on the keyboards and yep. this middle-aged fucking uh gray-haired alice from the brady bunch singing yep. the biscuit Taste the biscuit <laughs> yep that's, that's, that's it that's what this music is <laughs> yep that's where i fucking put picture this like what know. are we what are we doing with this here just oh god then the next thing you got is Chrome goes into motion. Take, if that's not porn music, I don't that, know what that, is. Dude, that is, I have, uh, so it's Chrome goes into motion, take two drums and bass instrumental. I have porn music. It's like a Madonna outtake. This sounds like a Madonna outtake, like, or, like, dan- like pop 80s MTV. Or 80s Atari background music video games. Yeah. Yeah. Like what I get as I'm listening to this, I'm like, I will say you really get a peek behind the curtain as how fucking messed up the band was in this era. <laughs> like everybody thinks like creatures of the night was like this masterpiece, which some people think it, they, they didn't, this band didn't know whether to shit or go blind at this in this time. Look at the stuff that was, that was considered demos at this time. Yeah, taste the biscuit. Uh, <laughs> taste the biscuit. <laughs> Uh, then after that, you got I'm a Legend Tonight, Mix 4, Instrumental and Background Vocals. Nothing really here to see. I mean, yeah. I, didn't really, I didn't really notice much. Um, next thing you got after that is Don't Leave Me Lonely, Take 8, Drums and Guitar Instrumental. Oh, you know what that is, right? Go ahead. Owner of a Lonely Heart. Yeah, it sounds like it, it, sounds like it could have been something. But it's, again, yes, is Owner of a Lonely Heart. 
But again, but again, it's not fitting anything that ended up on creatures or even kill. Like, it, I don't know. It's just weird shit, man. I can't. I don't know. It's we got to fill up for this. I don't <laughs> have anything. I just have that one demo that I did. It's called uh, Deadly Weapon. Yeah. No fear. I've got enough shit to <laughs> fill up eight box sets. Now, now the next two tracks, 15 and 16, actually appeared on the vault, which if you bought the vault, you're probably a little bit kind of upset because you probably thought that you were getting exclusive material. So track 15 is something seems to happen at night. Let's talk about that first. Because when I first heard this, I'm like, this is what would happen if Gene Simmons did Yacht Rock. I don't know what the fuck is going on here. It's Gene Simmons trying his best Don Henley impression. It seems like building up the perfect beast that it came off that Don Henley or uh, one of his first albums. It, it's ridiculous. It's I don't like know. A, I, he's doing a weird voice. When I, when I hear stuff like this, and then I hear how people like, oh, you know, Paul took over Kiss in the 80s because Gene was doing Paul took over Kiss in the 80s because Gene was doing this. <laughs> it was like, dude, stay away from this band. What What is this music you're making? This is terrible. Like Corey Hart, Don Henley. It, it, it's like bad. Like, I don't know if it's like, bad. I just, it's just not Kiss music. Well, that's what I, that's what I mean. That, right. I'm not saying I'm not going to say it's bad, but it has nothing to do with Kiss in any way. It's bizarre. And then the last track on the disc is It's Gonna Be All Right, Gene Simmons demo. And we talked everything to, gonna be all right. We talked to we talked with Mitch uh Weissman about this because this was something that he did with Mitch. It's just a drum machine and Gene. And I mean maybe this sounds like it could have been something that could have been on a solo album in seventy eight. But again, what's he doing here? Mitch isn't credited. <laughs> He made point to mention it. Yeah, to get any credit on that. Yeah, he should be happy. Yeah, it's gonna be all right. You know what that song sounds like? Go ahead. Soak up the sun by Shell Crow. Okay, all right, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, gonna be all right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I don't know. I mean, I mean, this is a real I don't understand the need. Like, look, I love demos. I, I do because I find them interesting. It's a peek behind the curtain about what the band was doing in this era, like the like the destroyer box set. I always I'm always baffled by. Like, why are you giving us like the drums and bass instrumental stuff? I mean, I get it if you never recorded lyrics or vocals. OK, but I, I, I don't know. Sometimes some of the stuff is is really just filler like you said like you want a box set here yeah like, here's four discs of me playing with my casio keyboard tell it like, to a fool take four drums and bass and is there a real more complete version of the song put that right. out right right i agree yeah. i i don't know i don't but know tom the way i look at it yep there is deadly weapon that's one yep feel like heaven that's yep. two um Tell it to a fool instrumental. Yep. That's three. Uh, Chrome goes into motion. What is that? That's four. Yep. Um, Don't leave me lonely. That's five. Something seems to happen at night. That's six. Yep. And seven, it's going to be all right. Yep. Rank them. I swear to God, you're going to think I'm taking the easy way out here because I rank these. 
I rank them in the exact order in which they appear on the disc. Really? Yes. I got you uh, like yeah. taking the biscuit as song number three to you. <laughs> now I do because you Taste renamed the biscuit. It for, <laughs> now I do because you renamed it for me. Taste the biscuit. But I will tell you, I mean, Deadly Weapon, the Penny Lane demo is by far the best. Feels like heaven. I like it's funk. I mean, I like I like that kind of music. I mean, it's not what All I right, want to Tom, get I'm gonna I'm gonna contradict you. Go so, ahead. My number one is Deadly Weapon. My number two yeah. is It's Gonna Be All Right. I like that. I like his vocal delivery. Really? Ugh, yeah. No, no. And and then I number three for me is Something Seems to Happen. I, I like it's fucking wicked different. It sounds nothing like Gene. It sounds like a Don Henley song. Yeah, it doesn't sound like Gene. I don't know what he's doing there. But I guess my, my, my point is, as I'm listening to these, I'm like, they just got progressively more. I take that back. They got progressively less enjoyable to listen to as I kept going down the disc. It's almost like they did it on purpose. I'm like, these are just bad. Like, all right, let me finish my list though. Number four uh, would be feel like heaven. Yep. Uh, Number five would be uh, don't leave me lonely, which is the uh, version of uh, owner of a lonely heart. Yep. Number six is taste the biscuit. Oh God! <laughs> Whatever that is, take it something, take it up the ass. Uh, tell it to a fool. That's what it is. Uh, tell it to a fool. And number seven, the worst is like the video game background music, fucking from Super Mario Brothers, the original. Uh, okay. And that is uh, what is that called? There, Chrome goes into motion, yeah, which happens to be mean? the stupidest title I've ever heard him say. One of the worst names for a for a song ever. Yeah, yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah. All in all, though, I still love this box set. I agree. Um, yep. Because you really, if you're going to disc two, we're we're keeping out the fact that you know people now you're getting a fucking killer version of the killer songs. Yep. Nice and crisp and things like that. And plus those other ones that you know, there's demo versions which are interesting to listen to. Yep. But we're not ranking those. And then there's there's some instrumentals which you can fucking do karaoke to. So yeah, I always find these interesting. I mean, you know, for all the criticism we may give and all the fun we might be have with kind of laughing at some of this shit, we always say, "I'm glad it's here." I, I love having it. Like I said, it's this is a really weird era of the band. Like they didn't know what the hell was going. They didn't know what, what angle of music they wanted to pursue. And I think this disc really highlights that that they're all over the place right now. Yeah, because the founders, the leaders of the band. Gene and Paul continue trying to find a way while the other fucking two were nowhere to be found. Yep. And then they continued this winning way all the way up to when they did the reunion. Yep. And then when the reunion didn't go well, they continued the band for another fucking, I don't know, 20 years yep. of putting out great music and putting out fucking millions of tours. So kudos and hats off to the founders and the main men of KISS. This whole fucking thing about it shouldn't be out there without Ace and Peter. Like, it just drives me nuts when you hear the classic songs that are on Creatures of the Night. They had nothing to do with this album. Right. Oh, no, none. They had nothing to do with the next album that comes out afterwards, which is even almost better. Lick it up. Yeah. Nothing to do with revenge. So I don't want to hear about that shit. And so I always like to think. Well, the imposters are up there. What imposters? Was Ace and Peter imposters when they were doing Lick It Up on the reunion tour? Right. Well, Jesus, that's not Vinnie Vincent up there. 
Mm-hmm. Is he an imposter then? I mean, right. come on. This is fucking stupid. No, I know. We love the original thing, but it's not happening. Obviously, right. it's not happening. Look at this fucking album, Preachers of Night. This box, it's fantastic. Nothing to do with it. It's Gene and Paul all the way. All of it. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. What's yep. the main factor with all the Kiss music that we all love? Is there really an album that you like? Oh, I hate this fucking album. No, no. not one. And what's not the one. main thing that's on all those albums? Paul and Gene. Yeah, exactly. Of course. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. Yep. yep. Anyway, um, Tom, this was great. We'll get to disc three next year. That's right. And uh, what we do next is we go to question of the week. That's right. And uh, let's give a shout out to our buddy Wes Beach here, because last week we were talking to his buddy and uh, former bandmate, Jean Beauvoir, the Plasmatics. And uh, Wes has a question of the week here. If you could go back and have Bob Ezrin produce another Kiss album, which one is Bob Ezrin producing? Hmm. Ooh. Ooh. Probably this. Creatures of the night, maybe. Bingo. But that it could, that, it could be like I was a literally with this. I was literally going to say the exact Hold thing. Hold on. I take it back. I no, can't say I, that. I can't why, say that. Why? Because then you take away the fucking sound that what do you call it came up with? Michael. Not James necessarily. Jackson. Not necessarily. You don't think Bob would have come up with that? No. I don't think you would have that that Eric Carr drum sound. No, well, so I, I take it back. Okay. I was just thinking the song. Finish your thought. Okay. So I I will. Go back and go like, hmm, what would have worked? Probably if they could do one other song, one other album with him, I would lean towards maybe Dynasty. Oh, would have, no. yes, because oh. of the variety. And what could he do with Ace mm. and Peter singing four songs on that album? Okay. All right, I see. I see what you're saying. I'm just afraid he would have tweaked the sound that I love of Dynasty, that poppy kind of quote unquote uh, disco yeah, sound. Yeah, that's that, yes. I'm hoping he would. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I, you know, I'm going to go back to what you said about Creatures. The reason I think that is, I don't mind the Creatures album. I just think it's overrated. It's not my favorite. But I always come back to the fact that the the I know everybody's like, oh, the drums. To me, I think that's. I know this is like blasphemy. I think it's almost a problem because that's all you hear on a lot of those songs is those booming, bombastic, overpowering drums. If he could have kind of reined that in and given those drums more of a sound like, like on revenge or I know it was 10 years later, but um, I just feel like turn it more into like a, I don't know, normal rock record. And I know people are going to say you're crazy because I love creatures and ever, but I don't know that's what I would have said. I'm not going to say that. Yeah, I'm not going to say the cliche of a harder than hell do that. I'm not going to say that. So No, theme-wise, the only reason I, I my mind went a little to Creatures. Because he like, just did what? the Elder. Yeah, but he could also, what would he have done to rock and roll hell? Would there be chains and stuff? Would there be some demon, like like things like that? Where they, right. That's where my mind was going. Right, War right. Machine, I Love It Loud. War Machine, exactly. But then my mind was like, no, no, I don't want that drum soundtrack. And plus the guitar on it, the fucking whole album is fantastic. Listen to the guitar on Danger. No, that's I know, cool. I know, I know. But but I guess the reason I said it is because I'm in, a, I'm in the vast minority of people that don't think the Creatures is a great album. But that, and that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's why. I, I, would, I would guess to say maybe Dynasty only in the sense because there's only two Gene songs here and four fucking Ace and Peter songs. Yeah. He, he could have done a lot to that. Yep. And maybe right. he would have made I Was Made For Loving You more guitar and rocking. 
So who knows? Maybe, maybe. I love the what if questions. Thanks, Wes. Yeah, thanks, Wes. Tom, where can people find us? Go to our website. <laughs> That's right. Go to him. Shoutoutloudcast.com. That's where you can find everything involving the show, all the episodes, Shoutoutloudcast, album review crew, Zeppelin Chronicles, Dorm Damage, all that good stuff. You can find links to our Patreon page. Thank you again to Jason Landsback. That's awesome. Appreciate you jumping on board as a demon. You can check out our links for our Amazon shopping page, our merch page, our social media pages. Everything is there. Uh, you can also send us messages directly through the website. AJ White, we saw your email that you were having some questions and concerns with that. We're going to take a look at that, but shouldn't be any issues with that now um, about sending us messages. messages. We get those in the form of an email when you do use the website. Uh, and if you want to use the email itself, it's shoutoutloudcast at gmail.com. We read each and every one of your emails. We try to get to all of them during the show. So please do that. And of course, follow us on our social media, Twitter or X. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, we're all on there. And we always like to say that we're a very proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network of Shows. Tom, people can always DM us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel and give us one of those five-star child reviews on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Spotify, wherever you can. That helps us a lot. And we read those on every show when we get them. And we really appreciate it. It helps the show grow. And the other way to help the show grow is Tom mentioned Patreon, but also our awesome website. Go grab some merch from our website. You can also visit our Amazon store, all things and ways to help shout it out loudcast yes. you can always email us at shout it out loudcast at gmail.com shout it out loudcast at gmail.com and go to him shout it out loudcast.com is our website shout it out loudcast.com check out everything there it's always a lot of fun you're going to see some different things popping up and one thing that will be popping up soon and we just had our actual uh, live cast and we made our public announcement is the kiss book that shout out loudcast is writing along with Joey Casada. Mm -hmm. Raise your glasses, 50 years of kiss songs that we're going to be celebrating where we're going to get all the celebrities that we've talked to the actors, the comedians, the wrestlers, the musicians, uh, you name it, authors, everybody that we've had a chance to interview and more. More and more, absolutely. We'll be yep. commenting on every studio album track, including yep. the solo albums. That's right. Yep. It is a, a large endeavor. We are so proud uh, of how it's coming out. We're looking to have it completed beginning of next year. Um, this isn't no fucking magic shit. No, it is not. No, we're Trust not asking me. for contributions or anything like that. We're almost done. Uh, what ends up happening though is we keep getting more and more input that it's harding hard to kind of like shut it down. But we're getting there, and uh, guys, you are going to love it. Yes, can't wait. We're so excited to give this to you guys. So proud of it. It's going to be amazing, and that's why we're taking our sweet time to make sure it's as awesome as it should be. Crossing T's, dot and I's. That's right. And what we do when we cross T's and dot I's, we end on famous last words. Tom, do you got any? Oh yes. I can make your heart pound. You can feel the beat. I can make the earthquake underneath your feet. Ooh. 
Oh, yes, it's ladies' night. What a night. Friday night at eight. Oh, yes, it's ladies' night. And the feeling's right. Oh, yes, it's ladies' night. Oh, what a night. Oh, what a night. Oh, yes, it's ladies' night. And the feeling's right. I can eat your dirty ass anytime I want. Frank? <laughs> I can drop some dirty hot ass anytime I want. <laughs> See, we can't get out of our own way. Oh, that's a pretty good tune. I think I'm going to cover it on my next Origins Volume 3. <laughs> In the cold light of a midnight, everybody runs for cover. In the hold on of a cold dawn, she went out to find a Lover, oh. whatever the fuck he does there, you. <laughs> Something seems to happen at night when Ace is in the backyard shed. You're not going to believe this. Something happened last night. It's a real problem. What the fuck is going on outside? Ah, sorry, Tom. Go back to bed. You're all set. <laughs> Something's happening at night out here. It's real crazy. Oh, oh critters. Oh, my stomach is killing me. What did I eat? Holy shit. Tom, um, kiss army, uh, loudcasters. Thank you. Oh, guys, you're the best. Thank you so much. Love it. Zeus is always my friend. Thank you. And peace out, Girl Scout. Hit the music. What I'd like now is for all you the noise down while I show your ladies what a real sexy man looks like. Listen, all you people out there sitting on rented furniture, settle down. Cut the music. Anybody seen Richie? Anybody know why Richie did Bobby Lupo? It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.